And now joining us once again is retired National Weather Service meteorologist Hugh Johnson for our weekly discussion of weather and climate. Welcome back, Hugh. Well, welcome back. Uh, I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. Had a lovely Thanksgiving. Thank you for keeping the snow away. So yeah, uh, what yeah. other interesting <laughs> what interesting weather took place this past week? Well, we had we did get our first snow the uh, the other night, Tuesday night. Uh, Lopley got a couple inches of the snow, a little more than I thought, but nothing really big going on catastrophically. Except there is something. There is some disturbing news out of the Antarctic. There is a, a glacier, a, a piece of the Antarctic glacial shield that broke off. It becomes an iceberg when that happens. It was actually stationary. Has now started moving again. It's it's a it's the largest glacier in the world. It's I think it's called A3A or something. Bigger, three times bigger than New York City, and it's on the move in the Wendell Sea, and it's moving out towards the, um, the ocean there. And the problem with these kind of, there's been a lot of melting going on in the Antarctic, uh, more than, than scientists had, had realized before. And what's disturbing about that is it could inject a higher sea rise level than we originally thought. And that's not good news because, as you know, there's a lot of people live near sea level, so that's the last thing we need. But unfortunately, it's something that really has to be monitored because, again, this is the Arctic. This isn't the uh, the ice on the actual Arctic continent, but it's in the ocean, and that's what's melting, and it's melting faster than even the uh, Arctic ice, believe it or not. So it's something that needs to be monitored. So well, for the Arctic, go ahead, for the Bria. Arctic ice, I hear that we might have the Northwest Passage after all. That it, we might get a clear passage through the Arctic. Yeah, this might happen sometime in our lifetime. It didn't happen this year, but it certainly could. Uh, maybe next year with El Nino, we'll see. But probably not for at least a few more years, because if it happens too quickly, we're really in trouble. So this is just a uh, reminder that the uh, how around the world, like it feels like it's so far away, but really it could really impact, especially New York City. Um, this glacier yeah. that I believe is called, I have in our notes, A23A. Oh, A23A. You're right. I, I missed it, but one number. Yeah, you're right. Um, I don't know if you know the answer to this. Do you know how glaciers are, are named? That uh, is there like a numerical system? That's kind of an interesting name. I'm not sure. I, I You got me. I, I can't really say <laughs> offhand. Probably something like that, some categorical way. But uh, the bigger ones are named. That is true. So... What else should we know in the way, what, is the, what else should we know about the relationship between the melting ice the, um, and the icebergs that are coming up in the north and how we are impacted by it, but also how we impact the, the melting ice? What reminders could you give us on our relationship to this faraway phenomenon? Well, I mean, again, it's warmer oceans, warmer temperatures, warmer oceans, more melting. Uh, and we got to watch for the... In the Atlantic, that there is a chance that the Gulf Stream could shut down, which would be disastrous. It hasn't done that, but there are some inklings that it has weakened a little bit. So there are many, many concerns. But the main concern is the sea level. Uh, if, you, if you even raise the sea level a few feet, you are inundating a lot more real estate. We're already seeing what we call king tides down in Miami, which are high tides that occur without really any any storms, just an onshore flow and an astronomical high tide is all you need. And tonight's a full moon, by the way, so that's giving us a higher than normal tide because of that. So, yeah, there's definitely some 
things that we have to really watch with the melting ice. It's, it's very, very disconcerting. So I was going to ask you about that with the Monday night having a full moon. I've always wondered, is it just tides that the full moon affects or does it have any other impact on weather? A very good question. It, it indirectly affects the weather. The tides, you just you got, came on a, an interesting note. The tides change in water can actually change the temperature of the water a little bit, which, of course, can interact with the atmosphere and produce some, some, inter, you know, some change in, in the atmosphere. Uh, and what I've noticed is that some of the biggest nor'easters have occurred during full and, and uh, new moons because those are when the tides are the highest. Uh, when there, we have a half and a half moon, it's the, the gravity of the sun and the moon are actually working against each other. But there's something to consider here. When you have the higher tides, like we said, that can have a bigger that can make a storm have a bigger impact. I'll give you an example, Sandy. Now, Sandy occurred long before the moon was full, but it hit Atlantic City right during the full moon and the high tide. So that contributed to it causing so much trouble. It came at the worst possible time. So that added, unfortunately, bad situation, made it worse. Uh, I can I can I can name up a lot of storms where the tide the moon was full or new. But the super storm of '93, I checked it was actually doing uh, between the, between a new and a, and a full moon, so that storm had nothing to do with the, the phase of the moon. And it was the tide; the tides weren't that much of a problem in that storm. But of course, that storm disrupted travel across the eastern seaboard. So yes, there is some indirect effect, but it's not a strong correlation. We can't say because it's going to be a full moon on whatever date that means there's going to be a large storm. That's not how it works. But everything indirectly works with each other. So hopefully, I explained that a little bit. Basically, the tides changing uh, can change the water temperature and change some of the interaction with the atmosphere. So interesting. Thanks. Yeah, you got it. So you did mention that we had our first snow, at least where I saw it looked more like slush than proper snow. But uh, um, so what are some things as we're heading into the snowy time? Um, what are some ways that we can help prepare ourselves? We talk a lot about climate change. Um, and so what are some ways that we can um, navigate the winter and uh, be aware of our energy consumption? Okay, well, let me have, first of all, I make sure you're, I'd start my snowblower today. Might be, this is probably a good time because to start one because we certainly have air, the next few days will be plenty cold enough for snow. And some of us are going to see lake effect snow, but no big coastals. But, uh, you know, and put your snow brushes in your car. Don't be caught with them if you're, if you're out in the snow and it starts snowing and you don't have your snow brush and you're trying to use your glove or your hand or, or use your credit card to, to get rid of the frost. You might break your credit card. So, have that all ready to go. Uh, you know, have it. You know, it wouldn't hurt to have an emergency weather, uh, emergency kit in your car uh, in case you do break down. People do break down. It's not just long trips either. You might be going to the mall and, and there's a breakdown and, and you hit a snow squall or something. Just be prepared. Um, as far as you know, insulation, all that. Well, just be, be ready for all the. Have your house well insulated. Have your furnace looked at. Um, be ready for winter. Because it's going to be pretty cold starting off December. A lot of people thought it would be a mild December, but it's certainly not starting off that way. <laughs> okay. And um, it's not starting off that way. And what's coming at us? It looks like it gets a little warmer next later in the week. Yes, it does. But the next two days will not be warm. They'll be in the low to mid-30s, wind chills in the 20s. Lake effect snow. There's a lake effect snow warning if you're going out 
up towards the Tug Hill Plateau, up to two feet of snow locally in spots. Um, it may be up to maybe plowable snow down to almost Utica. Uh, we might even get a dusting here from snow, lake effect snow uh, tonight and tomorrow. So just don't, don't be totally alarmed. You wake up and there's a little snow on the ground tomorrow, hoping there isn't, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. So cold the next few days, like you said, moderating, and then a little bit of a rain situation on Friday should be rain because it be mild enough for that. And then maybe a bigger one late Sunday, Monday. Right now it looks warm enough for rain. We'll see, though, because it wouldn't take much of a shift of that to make it a little colder for snow. So something we got to keep an eye on. So there are potential potential for some accumulating snow in the next week to 10 days. Nothing likely, though. So we have uh, about 30 seconds left. Um, we were talking about biking and talking about weather. So do you have um, – what are some ways that bikers can be safe in the winter? In 30 seconds. Uh, lots and lots of lights. We're, lots and lots of lights because you get the glare before sunset. It gets dark early. And uh, unfortunately, there was a cyclist killed today on Central, the day or yesterday, on Central mm. Avenue in the middle of the day. Have lights, reflectivity, uh, bundle up, you know, bring warm gear because uh, it will, it gets cold fast. I personally don't like biking when it's below freezing. But And, and, and when you're biking, you might hit a patch of ice somewhere when you're turning that road might be otherwise dry, but that little patch of ice can change your life in a heartbeat. So just be careful. <laughs> Thank you, Hugh. You got it. Uh, okay. Everyone, yeah, have a great week. Thanks for joining us once again. We look forward to talking with you next week. Excellent. You too.